load letter the fuck does that mean yeah you heard that right that is from office space <laughs> i don't know what started that actually there was a, a radio station in uh des moines iowa well is a radio station out of des moines iowa i think it's still going uh, it's, i forgot what the hell was the the call letters on it anyway that doesn't matter but um before every broadcast they would play a clip of something, like a TV show or a movie or whatever. Sometimes it was like Master Shake screaming, you know, makeup smeared all over their faces and boobs flapping around. I know that's bad, Master Shake. But they would always play a Master, you know, master Shake yelling something or Stimpy like, I'm going to kill you, you know, something like that before every broadcast. And I thought it was funny. It's like, oh, well, we start doing this here. Just like, um, you know, pick a movie or whatever and just find a quote from it. The first one, let's test your trivia knowledge here. The first one was from, from Batman, Batman Forever. That was the, um, the Two-Face monologue at the beginning. One of the, uh, in my opinion, terrible movie. <laughs> it's really not a good film. But one of the best, I think, villain monologues ever in a, in a movie. What was the second one from? Do you know? You know. Put on your thinky caps. Yes, it was. It was from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, Pizza Dude's got 30 seconds. So, uh, yeah, everybody, welcome to Notice. <laughs> welcome to Notice Closure. This week has felt like a fucking month, hasn't it? Mm. Still drinking my lemon juice because it worked so well last time. My voice isn't all screwy today, amazingly. So the lemon juice will keep it from even getting close to that point. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. This uh, week's episode of No Disclosure is dedicated to Aunt Barb. I uh, I know Cassie calls you Aunt Barb. I don't know quite what to call you. <laughs> Should I say Miss, you know, last name? Should I call you just Barb? Uh, Barbara? You know, be semi-formal? Barb? Ah, fuck it. Aunt Barb. <laughs> one of the newest fans of No Disclosure. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you enjoying, you know, literally, you know, legitimately enjoying it. And I hope you enjoy this episode as well. So, um, <laughs> Martin Bracewell, I don't know if you listen to No Disclosure or not, but I had a reply to something that he posted on, on Facebook. And uh, apparently his son, you know, did one of those things that happens to everybody. Something misspells, you know, or whatever. You go to type something and it ends up being something tragic and horrible because of your damn smartphone. I have a reply to that, Mr. Bracewell. It's story time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Before we get into the news and do what no disclosure do, let me give you a little bit of story time, okay? It's really quick. Take just a second. Speaking of fucking smartphones and how technologically advanced our civilization is. I texted my grandma one time. This was, uh, this wasn't very long before she passed. This bought an awesome, this is when uh, the uh, 
reemergence or uh, uh, let me say it this way the first reemergence of the jinkos because you know they've tried to bring them back multiple times before uh, ooh so i bought a pair first pair that i bought in like 700 years which was a mistake because i'm really fat now and jinkos look weird on me but anyway i bought a pair took a picture of them i was so excited i sent a picture to my grandma and I typed out, hey, Grandma, do you want to see my pants? But apparently what she got was, hey, Grandma, do you want to see my penis? I'm not joking. This actually happened. <laughs> but my grandma, being the fucking rock star that she was, as quick-witted as she was, she texts back right away. And she goes, no, thank you. I already seen it. And I'm like, okay, that, that's nice. So, yeah, um, that's just our smartphones. Apparently, they don't want us to have real friends and say weird, awkward shit and um, want to talk to our grandmothers about our penises. So let's uh, let's carry on. Let's let's do let's do it. Notice how, how do they say that, Cassie? This is how no disclosure do. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even say it right. <laughs> OK, let's see what we got. Let's just hop into it. Let's just hippity hop right in there. Hip to the hip to the hip hip hop a did bop 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 a did bop. <laughs> Good morning, Cassie. She went. <laughs> All right, let's see what's going on here. This is from the Mirror in the UK. Newlywed bride determined to win husband back after punching his sister at a wedding. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, well, <laughs> so what happened? A newlywed bride determined to win back her husband after punching his sister at wedding. <laughs> it depends on the context, though, right? This uh, bride has either done the most alpha shit ever, you know, or made a horrible, terrible mistake. Let's see. She might. She should be probably given a medal. Let's let's read this thing. A newlywed is seeking advice on winning her husband back. So apparently he left her for this shit. Chose his sister over as a whiff. Uh, punched his sister at their wedding for throwing up on the gift table and stealing money. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> so this surly drunken whore gets toasted and barfs on the gift table and is trying to skim money. From the wedded couple. And the husband actually takes the side... And, oh, and the, the bride, not putting up with that kind of shit, punches the sister out, which anybody would do, which she should have done, and the husband leaves her? Huh. Okay. So, uh, we need some clarification here. A bride's dream day quickly turned into a nightmare when she was dumped by her new husband for punching his sister at the reception. The, new <laughs> the newlywed was seeking advice on how to win her partner back after admitting she had lost control when her sister-in-law made the day a living hell. The bride claimed she had strolled in drunk, threw up on the gift table, and stole money given to them by other guests while attempting to clean up the mess that she had made. To top it all off, she proposed to her boyfriend, who said no. <laughs> so 
So why did the husband choose his sister over the whiff? Man, okay, you need to examine your shit, buddy. Because the woman you're about to marry has got a set of brass balls on her this big. And yes, I am saying this big because I'm actually doing the hand motion. Like I said, on no disclosure, we go all the way. God damn it. Your wife's got a set of balls. She don't put up with no shit. That's a woman that you want to be with. And then you choose this psychotic, drunken mess <laughs> that wants to do this kind of shit at a wedding. Oh, boy, you got some fucking problems. <sighs> Ms. Lady, wherever you are, there's better men out there. You just keep on trucking. Oh, human race. <laughs> you guys are awesome. <laughs> you can now hire Tom Hardy lookalike to teach your kids to read. Because why not? <laughs> That's awesome. Unim unimpressed Brits brutally mock Burger King's New Zealand's latest burger. Who cares? YouTuber faked a trip to Bali by taking photos in an Ikea. And no one had a clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's the state of YouTube now, man. <laughs> YouTube is fucked up. If you guys haven't noticed, I mean, no disclosure started on YouTube. No longer there. No fucking way. Unless things change over there. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to see YouTube. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to see no disclosure on YouTube for a while. It used to be the Wild West. Now, it's the fucking manager's office at Walmart. Girl making dance video accidentally films the moment she's rejected from a university. Oh! <laughs> oh, I love this. Watching videos of people dying inside. Special privileged little princesses not getting what they fucking want. Girl making a dance video on TikTok. Aw, Accidentally films moment where she's rejected from a university. <laughs> oh, I wish you guys could see this video. A girl attempting to replace a viral dance trend instead found out she accidentally captured the moment she received a devastating rejection email. <laughs> she was filming herself dancing and lip syncing to the popular video app. Oh, that's probably some hip-hop bullshit. Well, things quickly went downhill. A few seconds into the video... This entitled little princess uh, has a notification pop on her phone. She smiles as she recognizes it's the news she's been expecting. When the forward-facing camera continues to film, this enlightened millennial smiles and uh, smile slowly begins to drop. And she realizes that life isn't fucking fair. <laughs> Maybe she should go join the Unicult. And start believing in fairies and rainbows. Uh, uh, God, I wish... Uh... <laughs> I really wish you guys could see this video. Um, see if we can get this to go. I gotta see this. Come on. Oh, is it not gonna play? Um, she applied... What kind of school did she apply to? We gotta wait for an ad. Oh, listen. It's timeless. Always spontaneous. Ooh. Extraordinary. That's a word. 
it pushes us forward. Unforgettable. Man, that sounds like the coolest thing ever. I would love to buy some fucking Depends. Okay, here she is dancing. I gotta see this, guys. I'm sorry. And the soul crush in three, two, one. <laughs> uh, I just, I played the video because I was hoping that she was going to do one of those Donald Trump got elected. You know, one of those things. Damn it. It was still pretty funny to watch, though. Uh, you know that we're just um, having fun today, right? We just, you know, we have fun on the show. We make fun of everybody. I believe in equal opportunity prejudice. I'm not just going to assume just because this girl is sitting in a nice car, listening to shitty hip-hop music, making a video on TikTok, and uh, reacting poorly to life not going her way. <laughs> I don't want to make fun and assume you know, where is where is here? Where is here having fun? You know, equal opportunity prejudice. Everybody's hated. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of people because they're black. I'm not going to make fun of people because they're white. I'm going to make fun of people because they're fucking human. And uh, human beings are pretty much the source of all my misery. Oh, it's a baby platypus. Oh, if I had a baby platypus... I would name him Sven Gulli. Men pretended to want to buy shoes to see women's feet. She has a perfect response. Men are fucking weird, aren't they? Where did that foot fetish thing come from? Like, well, how the how does that become a thing? That's just uh, that's just weird. Like, why would you be into feet? That's not fun. You can't really do anything with feet. The fun bits are well. You know what the fun bits are. Uh. That's what God made for you to play with. Not the feet. Fucking weirdos. Uh, God. Student offers $10 to anyone who will kill an abnormally large cockroach in his chicken. In his chicken? <laughs> in his kitchen. Yes, he lives inside a giant chicken. Whenever he wants to cook, he sticks his head up this giant chicken's ass and goes to town. God. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Pizza delivery driver shares devious way. They don't. They get back at customers who don't tip. I got to see this because I've grown up knowing and believing what Confucius said. The wise man said, Confucius said, forgiveness is divine. I think this was from the Dalai Lama, actually. One of the the Dalai Lama or one of the popes that said, forgiveness is divine. But never pay full price for late pizza. I live my life by this. So there have been delivery drivers that I have not tipped. So let's see what has happened to me more than likely. Mmm. Ah. Freaking lemon juice, man. Ugh. Having hot pizza delivered to your door is one of life's little luxuries. Although many of us would rather tip if we went out for dinner paying for takeaways and ahead of time. On car to not having change in the house means uh, finding a way to tip a delivery driver can prove tricky. But you may want to plan in advance next time after a pizza restaurant employee revealed the way they take revenge on customers who do not tip. The delivery driver explains they work for a small pizza place, usually ferrying around between 10 to 15 orders a night. 
Job pays minimum wage. We fucking know this. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's get to the meat and taters. Blah, blah, blah. Mirror, you guys are better than this shit. Okay. Let's get to it. Oh my god. This is a really unnecessarily long article. I've worked at a few delivery places over the years. If a repeat customer doesn't tip, I've seen drivers spit or blow snot in the food. Really? I think it's wrong to mess with someone's food regardless of how they treat you, but if I don't do something, I just stay angry all night. Cool. So that huge lead up to shit that we already knew. Okay. I was thinking that they had some awesome new and creative way to fuck with people, but no. It's just the same thing that we've always done. That's great. Cool. Thanks for uh, wasting the last, what, three, four minutes there, Mirror. <laughs> I swear, in my life, I, um, yeah, I, I've probably eaten some really shady shit because I'm I'm kind of stingy with the tip. Like, if, if uh, I, I don't give a shit how much money you make. If you don't like your fucking job, quit. Right? No one's fucking forcing you to be there. I know that your town may have a job shortage or whatever, but there are always options, right? I mean, you know, you could get 10 bucks, you know, if you blow somebody. You do, you know, 15, 16, maybe 20 blowjobs a day, you're good. There's always options. Always. You don't have to work there. So I don't give a shit how much you make. Do your fucking job. If you don't like it, quit. And if you suck at your job, I'm not going to tip your ass. That's just how I've always been. I don't have to fuck tip you. If you want to get all butthurt about it, spit in my food. I don't care. My immune system is awesome. I could survive anything at this point. I've taken so many damn drugs in my past. If you shine a black light on me, you could see me from space. Every time I crack my back, I have flashbacks. <laughs> no, no, no. I really do sometimes. You know how they say LSD stays in your spinal fluid? They're not bullshitting. There have, <laughs> there have been times that I've cracked my back, and I just I, I didn't like, you know, start seeing naked chicks hopping on giant lily pads and frogs, you know, telling me the meaning of life which is 42, by the way, I didn't, uh, you know, I don't see any of that, but uh, I do feel like really, really weird. <laughs> just kind of, you know, <laughs> just kind of way too relaxed, you know, looking at people being, hey, huh, you're my same height. That is neat. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see. Parent shamed for discuss blah, blah, blah. Parents are always fucking shamed these days. Can't whoop your kid's ass anymore. Can't do shit. We're going to have to raise a nation of complete fucking pussies. And what's hilarious is the first ones that are going to complain about you raising your kid the right way are these fucking boomers who were raised the same way. <laughs> Not making fun of the boomers. But yeah, a lot of you really suck. Like I said, you know, we got to not make fun of generations as a whole. We need to keep in mind that each generation has had their smart people and their fucking morons. 
I know some really stupid fucking boomers. I mean, <laughs> I know some stupid millennials. I know some. What's what's the one after millennial, Cassie? Cassie. So our kids are millennial. So we're uh, we're zennial, right? Okay, and the ones who probably will not survive six months into adulthood, those are millennial, our kids. Yeah? Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to make sure that they didn't invent some other thing for whatever this generation is. <laughs> so they're millennial. Okay, I don't know if us calling ourselves, as I was born in 1983, Cassie was born in 1770 something. So we're, um, you know, we're considered, I uh, I don't know if we're officially millennial or zennial. Cassie absolutely refuses to be called a millennial. It will piss her off. <laughs> it's just a name. I mean, take, if, if you, if we woke up tomorrow morning and whoever controls this stupid shit says, this is official and the government adopts it, right? This is official. If you were born past 1980, you are a millennial, which I actually don't agree with. But if the government says it, then Cassie, I, I probably you probably won't hear from me on no disclosure for a while because me and Cassie will be packing our shit and going to fucking Canada. Uh, mm. They would adopt that shit in Canada too, wouldn't they? Well, Cassie is Zimbabwe nice this time of year. <laughs> Woman plays a violin while surgeons remove a tumor from her brain. That's fucking epic. <laughs> that is badassery right there. These kind of stories are some of my favorites too. Pure badassery. Dogmar Turner was worried she may lose her music skill, so she, she suggested that she be allowed to play the violin during the operation. That's fucking awesome. I bet those surgeons were clocked. Also, because, you know, you've heard the studies and these are legit. And they've proven this, that listening to classical music can up test scores and improve concentration. I bet that was the best fucking tumor removal, like the most clocked tumor removal ever. Brain surgery while playing the violin to ensure surgeons did not damage the part which controls the fine movement of her hands. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. That's that's pretty cool. That, <laughs> that, yeah, respect. That's some badassery. Let's have a wait. 22 minutes? Uh, okay. Ring lost in U.S. 47 years ago is found buried in a Finnish forest. Well, duh. I mean, you guys didn't know that? Everybody fucking knows that. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you lose a ring, it ends up in a forest in Finland. Everybody knows that. Jeez, is this news? God. People not aware that the things you lose end up in Finnish forests. Everybody knows that. Like there's a planet that NASA doesn't tell you about that's right past Jupiter. All the missing left socks in the universe go there. The planet is actually made... Of those socks. That's true. Um, lost mixtape washes up on a beach 25 years later, <laughs> and it still works. <laughs> That'd be some shit, wouldn't it? 
You make headlines. You see this uh, fucking mixtape wash up on the shore somewhere. And it's 25 years old. Like, man, this is like a time capsule. And then you uh, listen to it. And it's all fucking Kenny G and Mariah Carey. (laughs) You'd have the people who found it throwing themselves back into the ocean. That's what I would do. Dropped calls. Half of Britons take their mobile phones to the toilet. Who doesn't take their phone to the toilet? Uh, Let's see. Skibbity wop, skibbity bop bow. This is what, oh, the the vocal cord thing, yeah. This is what people sounded like 3,000 years ago. And you may be disappointed. Why? Because they sound just fucking like we do. Because they're humans. <laughs> you can go listen to skibbity shop shop sip up popo, Mr. Hababibi, in Egypt. And he talks probably just like fucking Ahmose did. Or, you know, you want to hear what Akhenaten's voice sounded like? Go talk to Shamima Habashiba in Cairo, who works at the Pizza Hut. His voice sounds exactly the fucking same. I mean, there is, it's not a big mystery. I mean, we're human beings. We just, we, they sounded like, like we do. Okay, there's the violin thing. Where did he look at that? that? That actually is pretty cool. I can see why she did that. I totally can. Because, um... You know, if I was undergoing brain surgery, I would request that I could, you know, lay there and have one hand free so I could fap while they're doing it. I just want to make sure. And, you know, uh, I would ask the doctors, well, keep both of my hands free, actually, so I could alternate the fapping. You know what I mean? So I don't want doctors to screw up. I'm ambidextrous, and that really comes in handy. I mean, I am truly 100% ambidextrous. And that shit comes in handy, not just for fapping, but for doing all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Totally. And I would want to do that while I'm undergoing brain surgery, just to make sure the doctors don't mess with that. Because seriously, being ambidextrous, it 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 it's it's like a superpower. (laughs) And plus, wouldn't it be cool if the doctors actually bought that shit? (laughs) If you were explaining that to them and they're like, oh, okay, it'd be a good way to test if they're properly doing the surgery anyway, right? It'd be a good experiment, you know, not messing with motor skills or anything like that. So I would fap and I'd be like, you guys watch. <laughs> that nurse over there, she can watch for another 50 bucks. You watch and you fucking enjoy it. Those of you doing the brain surgery, you're not allowed to watch. You can listen, but you can't watch. I should probably stop. <laughs> uh, plus, I would need somebody to, you know, I'd have to, like, film it or something. Because I don't believe anybody, you know, would tell me, oh, yeah, your fappage was good. It never got interrupted, never got messed up. I'd have to hire somebody to sit in there and watch me. You know, because I wouldn't take the doctor's word for it. All right, let's see what we got. Sorry, I had to pick my nose. Ugh. Florida police investigate after several tongues preserved in jars found in crawl space. What? No. This is like fucking Jeffrey Dahmer type shit. What the fuck? Florida police investigate after several tongues preserved in jars are found in a crawl space. <laughs> police in Gainesville, Florida. 
are investigating after a contractor doing work on a home Monday discovered half a dozen jars containing human tongues inside a crawl space beneath the residence, reports say. That just gives me the willies. God. Police were dispatched to a home near Northwest 16th. Yeah, just how about just give us the fucking address, why don't you? God. (laughs) Fucking press, man. Let me tell you. Police were dispatched to a home. It almost gave the fucking address. Just tell us where the city is. That's all we need to know, okay? After receiving a 911 call that human remains dating back to the 1960s. Whoa. Had been found in the crawl space of a home belonging to the ex-wife of Dr. Ronald A. Bauman. Okay. What was he a doctor of? Hmm? Uh, a doctor of cuckoo? Once on the scene, investigators found half a dozen plastic gallon-sized jars containing human tongues. God. Uh, Chief Inspector Jorge Campos. I like that name. Chief Inspector Jorge Campos uh, told the paper. He said the labels on the jars dated back to the 60s. Bowman, a world-renowned pathologist and former University of Florida professor, told WCJB that he had obtained the specimens as part of a research. Yeah. It was was part of of research. It was part of research, man. It was? Okay, so why are you wearing those tongues on a necklace? Research. (laughs) Brought them home with the intention of using them for additional work. Okay. Uh, I'm using it for, for additional work. This sounds like one of the lies that my fucking kids would say if I caught like somebody's hand in the cookie jar. The doctor can't think of shit better than this. Might be true. I don't know. He stored them in his crawl space because it was a cool area. <laughs> That's where you lost me, Doc. <laughs> uh, That's where your story gets a little flimsy there, buddy. I'm a PhD. I'm a very well-renowned pathologist. I had these tongues because I was conducting very serious research. Plus, I put them in the cross space because it's cold down there. (laughs) Okay. Campo said that the tongues used for research on thyroid and neck conditions were meant to be brought back to the university. Bowman's ex-wife now owns the home and forgot the jars were beneath the house. She knew? She knew? Oh, my God. Does she actually uh, believe her husband's bullshit? God knows what he was doing with those things. I don't believe a damn word he says. He's going down there in his grandmother's panties, and he's using the tongues to lick his nibbles or something. Yeah, you know he's doing stuff like that, right? He's like taping the tongues to his head and making some kind of weird tongue crown. You know, tucking his dick in and, you know, wearing wigs and dancing around all funny. You know, you know he's doing shit like that. I don't know what the policies and laws would uh, laws. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what the policies and laws would have been like 50 years ago or whatever. But I can tell you that today that's not something that would be permitted. No shit. There are very strict federal and state laws as well as university policy. No shit. He was fucking aware of that. The doctor was aware of that shit. He's a pathologist. He's not no dummy. He was educated at the University of Crazy 
town. <laughs> he knows what's what's he knows what the haps is, homie. We're at thirty-two minutes. We're doing good. The voice is holding up. I really, really missed you guys. Oh, uh, yeah, I really did. Yeah, it, it hasn't been a bad week. It's just been a long week, you know. I'm glad that we could go back to watching No Disclosure. Watching No Disclosure. Listening to No Disclosure. For some reason, my brain still wants to pretend like it's on YouTube. Mm. I appreciate all the support. Let's get let's, let's do some more. <laughs> let's do some more. Kim Jong-un, our good friend Lil' Kim, spent over $500,000 on Russian horses over the past decade. Great. People are starving to death, but uh, Lil' Kim's buying horses. That's awesome. Um, okay. So, we have... Let me go back here. We've tapped out our um, wacky news shit. <laughs> We've read the, the most interesting of the wacky. Let's go to the news proper and see if we could find anything even fucking weirder. Because, you know, this is the American press we're talking about. The American news media, which we don't have to go to the weird section or the, you know, the freaky shit. We just have to go to MSN's website. <laughs> I'm a writer. I should know. Some of the best fiction I see is from MS fucking N. Uh, let's see here. Off-duty cop. Whoa, let's go back. Off-duty cop told a couple stop robbery while on a date. Ah, yeah. He got laid. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I don't know if it was their first date or whatever. Even if it was their first date, that ended up being the date. <laughs> Off-duty cops sitting there with his with his uh, with his special lady, having themselves a little date. People try to rob the store. Cop swoops in, saves the day. I bet she got more seeing that. <laughs> ah. No, I'm not objectifying women. I'm not saying women are superficial and stupid like that. I'm saying that the adrenaline pumping, you see shit doing like that. You see shit go down like that. And you're having a date with somebody that could just stop a robbery like fucking RoboCop. You're gonna touch his wiener. I mean, that's just how it's gonna be. Man finds World War II era. <laughs> I got fucking problems, man. A man finds a World War II era mortar round in Tennessee. Yeah, people have been finding those lately. I I, I I, would say, like, how has this been a thing? Are people just finding mortar shells all of a sudden? No, it's just that the news is fucking reporting them. They get found all the time, but lately the news has just been reporting them. that They, they do shit like that. The best way to stop a barking dog. I know a really good way to stop a barking dog. Let's see here. <laughs> I didn't even finish that punchline. <laughs> I would get emails. <laughs> There's some shit that I wouldn't even say on the show. Believe that. Isn't that crazy? Yes, there are some things I wouldn't even say on the show. I'm not Joey Diaz. I have somewhat of a filter. Uh, oh, man, did you hear that? Ooh. If the gain was up enough on the microphone, you could probably actually hear that uh, move through the old GI. 
Man, I felt that sucker coming all the way up. Woo! That was a hell of a burp, man. That thing originated at the chakra, I think. Trump declares himself the chief law enforcement officer of America. <laughs> Trump is so fucking weird. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting political. I'm not basing this decision on anything. I don't give a damn about politics. If you look at this man just as a human being, Donald Trump's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> he is. He's like not even human. He's the one of the strangest people I've ever seen in my fucking life. He's 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 just a goon. He's a fucking goon. Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to a fight. Really? Uh, in carpool karaoke, joined James Corden for his third carpool. Uh, the Biebs. Joined uh, James Corbin for a carbol karaoke thing. He says, I don't know. I was just being stupid, to be honest. But then people were like, hey, I want to see this. And I was like, you know what? This could actually be funny. So uh, the reason I clicked on this, because I like Tom Cruise. Justin Bieber could go soak his head in a fucking toilet. But um, I, I clicked on this because I was hoping there would be one, like, one of those celebrity like exhibition matches. You know, like a, a, an actual boxing match between... Um, you know, the babes and the crew. I would actually watch that just because I want to see Justin Bieber get his fucking face broken. Who, what kind of dumb shit is going to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight? Do you know what this guy does for a living? I know he acts and all that stuff. He's, he's, he plays pretend basically. But have you seen what this guy does in his movies? Like jumping off of mountains and climbing on shit and almost getting decapitated and be like, hey, let's do the scene again. <laughs> I wouldn't challenge this guy to a fight. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Tom Cruise does need his ass kicked. Maybe, maybe the Beebs will get one hit in and make, you know, knock some sense into Tom Cruise and he'll wake up and be like, whoa, what the hell happened these past few years? Man, I was jumping on Oprah's couch, and all of a sudden, I wake up, and I got this big medal that I got from being in a cult. The medal said, most awesomest person ever. I looked at the medal, and I opened it, and it was chocolate inside. There's a picture of L. Ron Hubbard tattooed on my left ball. What the hell happened? And the Beebs would be like, hey, man, I knocked you out during the fight. And Cruz would be like, shit, I appreciate it, man. I just, the last thing I remember is j jumping on Oprah's couch. I kind of twisted something and I just went crazy Corden <laughs> uh, apparently thought it was a good idea too so Trump uh, has pardoned Blagojevich I gotta read some more into this because this kind of blew my mind I'm not getting political I don't care about any of that shit I just have to uh, play this one straight because I don't want anybody, you know, doing that shit. I get enough fucking phone calls. President Trump citing, uh, you know, what he said was advice from friends and business associates. I'm just saying what actually happened. Fact. Apparently he granted uh, clemency on Tuesday to a who's who of white collar criminals. <laughs> we all know his name. But it wasn't actually just uh, one guy, I believe, right? It was uh, Michael Michael R. Milken. Uh, uh, what's his name? Milken? Was he? 
I guess he was exhausted. Something like that. Anyway, all I know truly is about Bogoyevich. Oh, yeah, he did par- pardon uh, Milken, right? The junk bond king of the 80s. <laughs> Um, I think uh, former, uh, what was the police commissioner in New York, uh, Bernard Carrick, Edward uh, DeBart, some one of those guys. Uh, he commuted the sentence of Blagojevich, too, which is, uh, I, I, I got to do some more research into it, but it, it, it it's really, it's really weird. <laughs> I know that Trump has repeatedly stated his commitment to a criminal justice overhaul and addressing, you know, like excessive sentences given to minorities. Um. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. I just thought that was kind of weird that he pardons fucking Blagojevich of all people. This guy is the walking embodiment of corruption. You look up corruption in the dictionary, you find a picture of fucking Blagojevich. But anyway, I will catch you guys later. Does He looks like Kennedy, kind of. Blagojevich looks weird. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to go. We're about... Oh, hold on. Oh, God, I hope you guys could hear that. <laughs> Wait, we've graduated from belching to air biscuits. <laughs> My mom, uh, when, uh, when, we, when, when she called me last, <laughs> or no, before the, the second to last time, literally, um, she said that uh, she was telling one of her friends about no disclosure. And uh, she listened to it. She goes, it's really good. It's really good. But I just think it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> he was talking about all the Belgians and stuff that I don't edit out. I think it was, it was, I'm not into it. It's kind of gross, you know. <laughs> Originally, when I sent Matt Van Dyne, the, I, I recorded kind of a test episode, you know, to see. And I sent it to Matt Van Dyne. Uh, because, you know, not only is he the guy that... Um, you know, the No Disclosure theme is a song by my band, Salvaged, um, off the Madman's Jury albums called No Disclosure. And, uh, you know, I reached out to him and I did the right thing. I said, hey, man, I want to use this song for the podcast. And I'm going to send you like an example of the podcast to see if, you know, you know, just doing the courteous thing. Right. And um, in that original, I edited out. All the belches and the fucking farts and the technical difficulties and the stumbling of the words and all that. And um, through his feedback and me listening to it, I, I found out that this like completely on the fly, you know, the thing works the best. No edits, just go. And I actually, I think it's really funny because there's been, yeah, me personally, I just, I don't know. I kind of like the looseness of it. The overdone looseness of it cutting shit that no podcaster i mean cutting shit you know not cutting shit that podcasters like you know letting shit go that any podcaster would cut oh man you guys got to take that out i'm like anyway so the secretary of the back <laughs> i think that's one of the things that makes the show different and entertaining aside from the fact that the host is lovely <laughs> The walking embodiment of, of Atlas. The man who makes Fabio jealous. Who still can't believe it's not butter and has the hair of a fucking centaur. That runs like the wild beast. And has the sexual drive of a Tyrannosaurus. 
And you all instinctively knew this. I didn't have to say it. But I'll catch you guys on the next week's episode. It's been fun! I've had a good time with all of you. Again, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for listening to No Disclosure. Go on Amazon.com. Look up my name. My books are on there. My albums on there are on there. All the audiobooks. Yes, we have audiobooks too. If you can't get enough of this guy, there's plenty more to go around. <laughs> now I'm starting to lose my shit. I gotta go. Everybody in the house is curled up, taking naps and sleeping. Cassie! You want to say bye to the people, peoples? No. You got to say it. Bye. They can't hear you. <laughs> Cassie! She doesn't want to. Did <laughs> you know it's the faces here? No disclosure, faces missed. Confiscated.